Welcome to Kindling Conversations, the podcast where warmth meets wit and four friends gather around the crackling fire of camaraderie to share stories, laughs, and insights. So grab a cup of your favorite beverage, settle into your favorite spot, and let the glow of Kindling Conversations accompany you. This is your episode. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Uh, I'm Kyle, and this is Kindling Conversations. And I'm joined with my uh, two amazing co-hosts and Caleb. Take <laughs> <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> I was wondering who was just in- not including. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts, actually. Like, deep down, that hurts. Battery's not included. <laughs> All right, I'm amazing co-host. <laughs> you can't steal my shtick. Ashley <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley. What are you now? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut I'm up. Caleb. I'm Caleb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do we need to restart this? No. no, I think we're okay. Okay, well, get us on track then. You know anyway, it's a late podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell this is a late podcast after four long days. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, my job. So I'm a utility locator. Um, so I mark underground utilities. Do we got a problem, Ben? <laughs> you're like, you're my like, job. I'm the only one that works like, there. You're like reading the script, like you didn't know what you did for no, a job. Not. <laughs> there, there's no like, script. It's talking points. Yeah, but it's like you're just like staring at that, reading that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I I don't know what I was doing, honestly. All right, just uh, anyway, so I mark underground electric and gas lines. Um, in this area, it's just electric though, because you know I don't want to mark the gas over here. Um, you don't so, yeah, want to. No, we don't have the contract. You said I don't want to. Yeah, that 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 would take every locate longer. Um. Crazy. Caleb used to work for the same company that I worked for. I did. Uh, for a time. Twice, actually. He got me hired there the first time. And then I got hired there the second time. And did you also get him fired? No, he no. didn't. That oh. was uh, Ruck. Oh, okay. It was Aaron and Ruck mixed. I'm not blaming Aaron at all, even though I did trust it's, Mark. It's definitely Aaron's <laughs> fault. We'll blame Aaron because he listens. Yeah, so uh, um, the company I work for, we're contracted through Alliant. And then, you know. Obviously, Digger's Hotline as well. Huh? Who's a lion for our Russian listeners? Oh, <laughs> an energy company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How many do we have? Uh, 15% wait, 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 of our wait, audience. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. We don't want to tell Russia what our energy companies are. <gasps> <laughs> we just lost all our Russian listeners. Well, fuck. Infrastructure goes down next it's a, week. It's a joke, guys. Russian <laughs> listeners, don't get butthurt. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so at the end of last episode, I actually had an emergency to go to that included my utility locator job. So that's why I had to dip out early. Um, oh, you had to leave early? Couldn't tell. Yeah. That's yeah, the, the podcast still just flowed smoothly. Disadvantages of being on call for uh for work. I think it flowed smoother after he left. Yeah. Right, this is the point where we tell you you're fired. Oh, again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to hire Aaron on full time. Oh, I thought we were hiring you. Mocha. I thought we discussed this. We could do both. Aaron was a natural. 
Aaron really was a natural. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you can continue Back to your job. job. Yeah, so um you know, that's I mean that's pretty much my job. Okay, I so mean, I do have a question then cuz people are probably going to ask which is more beneficial, underground electric or above head electric because of well, like we have them here. Underground's more expensive. Um and it has it, they each have advantages and disadvantages. So, like, overhead lines, you know, obviously they can be damaged by, like, weather. And, uh, like, tree branches falling on them. Um, underground, you know, they can fault and stuff. And then, like, if it faults and they got to replace it, it's not just as easy as... Uh, Someone going up. Going up and, you know, fixing the line into your house. So, you know. But... <laughs> Underground definitely is more expensive in the in the long run. I think uh Caleb might must have to poop. <laughs> I think I think overhead lines actually last longer than underground too. I think it's like fifty years Sorry, what? that the overhead lines can last. Yeah, in the bathroom. But the underground ones are like twenty. <laughs> but it's like substantially longer. Why are you so confused, Ashley? Because Caleb just asked me for Kleenex, and I have toilet paper. <laughs> Is he wiping his ass with Kleenex? Or do you have to blow his nose? I'm so confused right now. Okay. <laughs> 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 Asking, do you learn about your job, Kyle? Who said the underground lines last longer? Uh, shorter, I think. Shorter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And which y- you would almost think it's the opposite, but yeah. But no, I can understand know. that because there's a lot more moisture. Like the moisture holds around the lines underground. Right. And like the flooding. ones above ground, they actually can dry out and stuff. But the ones right. below ground, they eventually right. get deteriorated because of all the other stuff underground. Like moisture is constantly around them. Well, and the ones underground, I think, are more prone to you know damages as well. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, but the ones above ground have trees and all that stuff that can hit them. Squirrels. Yeah, they weather. got weather and stuff like that. Weather. You know, underground, you know, you got people that dig. Yeah. You know, and you got like. Uh, I guess in underground, you don't blow as many transformers, probably too. Right, yeah, the, those things just randomly seem to blow, it seems like. Yeah. So, to find these underground lines, what ki- type of equipment do you use? So, we call them, like, uh, transmitters and receivers. So, the transmitters, we hook up to the utility box or gas meter, whichever it is. Um, So, we have... Gas, uh, or, well, for gas meters, we have uh, plastic or steel services. So, like, for steel, we just hook right up to the meter. For plastic, we have to find a tracer wire, which runs with the plastic. That's the only way to locate it, because plastic's not conductive. And our uh, transmitters, um, when we hook them up, it sends, like, a frequency down the line. And that's what our receivers pick up that we use in our hands. People call them wands. Um... It's almost like a metal detector, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use those. And then, you know, for electric, we hook the transmitter up just to the electric box on the house or, you know, a transformer, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, they're all grounded. So that's how we're able to, you know, um, pick up the tone. Yeah. But I- if it's not grounded properly, then we have some problems. Um the most common for gas is like a broken tracer wire because if it's broken, y- you only get to a certain spot and then you can't find it after that. 
So then, you know, that, that, that causes some issues, too. But, huh. you but know. you also have things on your computer. Yeah, we have, like, blueprints and stuff. And or, then that's, uh, that's or, how we get tickets from Digger's Hotline as well. Or Streetlight shocked you. Yeah. I, I, I've been shocked by a streetlight before. It's, uh... <laughs> well, my... You can also get shocked by your, um... Equipment as well. So, like, yeah. if your foot's, like, sweaty or wet, um... And you touch, like, the ground <clears throat> and the the mm-hmm. other one, it'll just, like, lock your muscles and you can't let go of them. And, um, you know, for streetlights, you know, those are... There's, like, always a hot wire in there. And if you touch that one, you're you're gonna get, you know, really zapped. Yeah. I think we heard the story one time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we went when through Aaron, it when Aaron was. Yeah, there's a clip right. about it. If, the street lights, the clip if you're yeah. intrigued about that story, go check out the the what's Aaron con- what's contract 10? worth. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What's contract so worth. yeah, go check out episode ten. Yeah. This is episode what fourteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have like blueprints on our laptops. Um, you know, company phone. The best part's probably company car. You know, we don't gotta use our own gas money for that. Must be nice. It is pretty nice. I think that's one of the things that's keep, that keeps me going every day at that job is a uh, company car. You mean you don't gotta drive to train in Milwaukee for three days and don't get paid for <laughs> gas? <laughs> hey, sorry about it. I was gonna say I drive thirty minutes five days a week. That's your fault. This Anyways. So the importance of your job. I mean, it sounds very important. It holds a hey, damage prevention he, specialist. He, he's, a sounds. Home, he's a hometown hero. hero. We heard about that, too. Straight up hometown So hero. what makes your job about. so important for the community and people? Heroic, if you will. Well, we uh, prevent people from getting killed. So, I mean, those of you that are from Wisconsin have probably heard of the Sun Prairie accident with the gas explosion. Didn't that oh, make yeah. national news? It might have. Or at least regional it, news it, for sure. At least, national. Yeah. That's a big event. Explosions are. So if people uh, don't know, go ahead and touch into it. Yep. Yeah, just look up like Sun Prairie gas explosion or something. Um, give us like, deets, man. Uh, basically, there was a, they were doing road work or something, and they contracted a group out to do some of the work. And then, so then that, that crew called in a digger's hotline ticket and someone mismarked one of the streetlights. Um, are they, they were locating the gas line, but they marked it as a streetlight. And then that group subcontracted their work. And the other, the, the crew that they subcontracted didn't call in their own digger's hotline ticket. So it was never found and fixed. So they ended up, uh, hitting the gas line and this building filled up with gas and then it found a source of ignition and then just blew up the entire building. That's so scary. And then uh, killed a firefighter, I believe. The chief. Was it the chief? Pretty sure it was the chief, wasn't it? I don't remember. I know it killed the firefighter. I remember. What yeah. Pretty, he was like a captain or a chief or something. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he I was a higher a up. Huh? I doubt a chief. They're not usually inside stuff. He was you know, higher usually, up. I know but that. He, I know he was like deemed a hero because of the position he held oh. and that he was still... Yeah. Trying to actively save lives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think once a firefighter, always a firefighter. Yeah. I don't think it matters your when role. It comes down to there's danger. There's running. danger for people, and you try to get That's people true. out. That's true. Right. And then, you know, we also prof- um, protect, like, uh, people from, like, hitting, like, an electric line and getting electrocuted. 
Um, you know, so that's also, you know, goes the same way with gas, you know, but. I mean, on the same token, I feel like your job, too, is also crucial to, like, you know, mm-hmm. power doesn't go out to a manufacturing company yeah. or, God forbid, a hospital. Right. I'm sure there's generators, but, you know, yeah, there's generators, those are only for so long, you know. Exactly, yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. some companies don't even have generators. Yeah, we you know. So, like, if the if the power gets hit, you know, that we, whoever's responsible has to pay for the downtime of the company, yeah. you know, because they're not doing anything. Because I know if our, if our power goes out in our shop, our machines would crash and cause a lot of problems when the power goes off with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. If our you power know. goes out, nothing necessarily bad happens, but we still don't want it to happen. It's an yeah. impact to our business. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Does your, do the grills run on power? Or those? No, gas. Is it gas? Yeah. Okay. But if they have any timers or anything, those are all. My POS no. machines. Mm. Mm. Computer yeah, systems. Yeah. Yeah. My internet. That's true. My entire server for my POS system runs <laughs> on oh. electricity, so. Yeah. All I can think about when you say POS is piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I know you are, but what am I? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> No, at a point of sale, Ashley. I would have never guessed that. Really? No. <laughs> really? So why I will never be a waitress. Well, I hope you're not a waitress with a master's degree. I mean, yeah, you you'd be surprised. I guess. For side income or main income, but also POS is, I mean, that's what any terminal is. That must be like that someone any, going. Like, uh, a cashier uses as a POS. That must it's be like the, someone going to school for like a, to be, to be like a cop and then working for a utility company. Are you throwing shade at somebody you know? Don't shade yourself. No. No, someone else that we know though. I mean, partially himself. I was like, didn't you start to become a cop and then quit? Yes. Yes, he went yeah, to school. but. He was <gasps> in the beginning phases. Right. Yeah, but it, it was someone else. Ashley knows who. This is a terrible podcast. I wouldn't say so it. Just keep talking. Oh. oh. This is a terrible podcast. So let's just keep going. Your job. Yeah. Okay. Um, challenges you find about the job. Um, I'd say difficult homeowners, uh, contractors, locating problems in general. I mean. What? You know, what houses. type of locating problems? I explained it earlier. Oh, okay. Houses with overhangs, you knock yourself out. Tracer, tracer problems and house <laughs> parts of the house that can knock you out. So what happened <laughs> with that one? Don't remember. <laughs> Why don't you remember? I'm knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give us the scenario before you forget. <laughs> then after when you wake up. Well, I, I went to go... I hooked up to the electric meter, and I went to go stand up, and the house had, like, a partition that came out, and then I, I don't know, I, I was on the ground. <laughs> and I, I, I thought someone knocked my ass out, honestly, and uh, I was like, man, I, I don't remember being that tired. Um, woke up, and I, I just kept on chugging along. Do you know how long you were down for? <laughs> no clue. It was it probably was, an unhealthy it was light. 
and then it was dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the homeowner's like, ah, oh, gosh, dang it, this crackhead again. There's like, another one out there. I dang just it, another locator. Dave, <laughs> Dave, there's another locator out there. <laughs> I just imagine, like, someone in their house and just, like, poof, like, there's just, like, a loud thud, and they're like, what the hell was that? Another, another like, bird must hit the window. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say? Do you like to work in, like, the urban or rural areas? Um, give or take, because, uh, I mean, sometimes the r- rural areas um have, like, long lengths of, like, stuff we have to mark, like, like you know, like a, like a gas main or something, or, like, a long electric line. Um, otherwise, like, city ones, so, you know, those are pretty congested sometimes, so we might have, like, a lot to mark there. Um, other times they might be clear, like, if they're overhead and stuff. Um, you know, it it just kind of differs, I guess, you know, um, I kind of like the rural ones because there's less people that bother me (laughs) and I'm not really a people person. Like I just kind of, you know, like doing my own thing and then getting out of there, you know, but you know, it's, it's 50, 50, I'd say. What was your? What was your favorite experience you had working for the company, Caleb? Um, <clears throat> if you had one, or like a I, memorable, you had a car hit a house. I did have a car. I stumbled hit a house. upon that picture. Did you? Yeah, the picture you sent me of the gas meter. Oh uh, yeah. You saw a car hit a house. No. Uh. So right around the time ChemTool happened, um. Me and Kyle had the scanners going in our cars, and we were on the phone with each other. Yeah. And we heard a page out for a car V house with gas meter hit. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, just our luck, they have to hit the gas meter. Yeah. yeah. And it was my route, my side of town, so I actually beat a lion there. So just, like, self-dispatch yourself? I did, because I knew it was coming. Oh. I literally showed up, Alliance showed up like two minutes later, and they were like, ha, we were going to call you. I was like, I figured. <laughs> they were like, how did you hear about it? And I was like, long story. And that was after like the rush of like, oh shit, we got to get this gas turned off. Cause, uh, but like, it was tough to locate because it was steel, I want to say. Like mango. I couldn't get a, a good locate on it, so I just guessed made it as best as I could and Alliant ran with it and was able to use my marks to get the gas shut off. Oh. I was a hero that day. <laughs> you were the hometown hero that day. I was the hometown hero that day. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we, we have like a on-call rotation too. So, uh, like last week, I, um, you know, it goes from Monday uh, one week to Monday morning the next week. Kyle and, always um, tried to get me to go to his calls for him. Kyle pawns off a lot of his on-call. Oh, I know. I hate the overnight ones. Well, not so much now because I have an actual headlamp that's bright. But, like, before, I mean, it sucked. Because then I'd have to use, like, the flashlight on my phone. And it just wasn't very good at all. But you always get that one drunk person, or multiple, that just seems to find the one utility pole to smoke that has stuff coming down it that we have to mark or there's gas by it or something 
So like last week's was a, a guy running from the cops in his car, and he wrecked his car right into a pole. And I had to mark a gas main and a electric surface. I think that controlled. Uh, controlled so, something. um, never mind. I don't think that. Yes, it was. No, nope. I mean, what day was that? Saturday. Okay, this was a different incident. Yeah, I Monday mean, night. Sometimes we respond, you know, like uh, for like a diggers hotline emergency that uh, you know, like someone died in like an accident or something. So like, what? What stickers hotline? Eight one one. It's uh, what? What's eight one one? Stickers hotline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sticker? What stickers hotline? Eight one one. Okay. Sh- okay. Wrap this up. So <laughs> short of the story. Yeah, Can you explain what stickers hotline is to me? Besides eight one one. Like he was five. So for diggers hotline, you would call eight one one, and um, <laughs> you would make like a dig ticket. Like a diggers hotline ticket. Yeah. So like, let's say if you want to put like a in ground pool in, you'd call them. Say you know what you want marked. So like the backyard or something. So if I want to put an outhouse in with a tank below it, I could do that too. Call it diggers hotline. They'd mm-hmm. come out marked for me. Uh. So any so excavation is as simple as you know moving a rock. That could be considered you know excavation. So moving like a boulder or something. That's that's excavation. So. Anytime you're going to put a shovel in the ground or move the earth of any kind, you know, you, you have to call Digger's Hotline. So, like, when we pull out our bushes in the front, I'm yep. going to do a ticket. Yep. Why can't you just have him mark it? Well, I could probably The have legal way. The legal. Yeah. Okay. Plus, I also need my water if line marked because that goes straight out there. That's, that's deep, if, though. But if, why do you need that marked? Because you're not just pulling bushes out. Right, but you're moving the earth. Yeah, so okay. But, so, so what if the, our so gas line goes if, right right through the bushes? So what, what, what are you going to do about it? You're not digging. You're just pulling the bushes out. You're pulling them straight out. Right. You're not going to be digging. But you should probably expose the line first. But, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, down. I'm not exposing that far down. Water and sewer is deep enough. The roots aren't going to go down there. Yeah, for, this be at least for a six bush. Feet. Maybe a tree, but, like, not a bush. Um. Gas lines and electric lines are like so, three to four feet deep. I never understood like the pulling the tree and bush out. So you're saying that you should expose the line to make sure there's nothing wrapped around it. Yeah, is what you're saying when the stuff that goes underneath it. Yeah, it, it's happened before. Like they'll pull like a tree stump out, and then like, the, like, like your damage you got. Yep, and the electric line gets ripped out with it. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Okay, that makes more sense. I've never understood why they want you to mark it. Because now you're gonna. Yeah. Cut it around the root. You just want to dig down to see. They call in diggers hotline tickets for stump grinding. Just to call, you know, just to grind the stump. Oh, that's interesting. So you're really not tearing up any dirt at all there. No. You're really just grinding the stump down. All right. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but I don't know. I've had tickets for people to bury their pets. Hey, they're still being safe. Yeah, they're being safe. Right. They won't be burying themselves, too. Haven't had one for, you know, burying a body yet. Maybe that you know day. of. How do you know they how do you know they just say it was a pet and it was actually a body? That is true. Yeah. Well, they said they were putting it in the front yard. Just bury Grandma Betty, guys. No biggie. <laughs> just put her in the front yard. <laughs> Why'd you have a southern accent? I just feel like that's what that person. Our homemade ranch dressing in my glass Are you? container. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Rude. Oh my goodness. Um. Oh, explain the rabbit hole you went down. Yeah. So you want me to bring it up? In a second. Okay. So I'll get it ready. Going on with this figures uh, hotline eight one one in Illinois. It's Julie. In uh, Minnesota is. Gopher State, one call. Yeah, Gopher Texas State. Texas is Texas 811. Oklahoma is Oki 811. Missouri is just Missouri 811. Yeah, so it really depends on, like, the state in which you live. And I only found all of this out because last night, in preparation for this episode, I was like, I want to come with prepared with questions. And so I looked up the Diggers Hotline website, which then took me to the 811 website. Which then took me to, like, the parent organization over all of 811. Because 811 is, I guess, owned by a group called the Common Ground Alliance. The um, Common Ground Alliance? Common Ground Alliance. Never knew that. So, I was, so, so okay, so. Basically, this is how I got to the rabbit hole. I started out at Digger's Hotline because I was like, this is a great episode. Like, this is going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking about, like, how people can stay safe when they're digging and stuff, right? Right. And so I was like, I'm going to see, just out of morbid curiosity, if Digger's Hotline has anything where they, like, will republish this stuff, right? Grow the pod, right? Yep. But then that took me to eight one one website, which then I found an email for like media inquiries, you know. And when I went to that website, uh, it you was really the did go down a rabbit hole. Common Ground Alliance, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. If you care about underground facilities at all, you can join the Common Ground Alliance." Did you? Remember, I did not. What I did do is I started clicking around the website, though, and found something called the Dirt Report. The Dirt, dirt Report, yes. The Dirt Report. Such a clever so, name they I use. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what the there. Dirt Report is, is it talks about, like, all the different damages and, like, Chicago one call, I guess, they reduced damages uh, by 50% in five years, which is pretty impressive. Um. I didn't read too much of the report, but what really caught my eye was, um, and mind you, the DIRT report for 2023 is not out yet, Uh, so the DIRT report I read was 2022, and so we actually, I pulled this picture off of the DIRT report. Go ahead and show it, Ben. There it is. I just did it. Okay, perfect. Already had it, yeah. All right. (laughs) You can read my mind. (laughs) And so these are the most common, not most common, these are just all the reasons the generalized reasons of why a damage occurred on an underground facility. So the colors are color-coded. So, like, orange is, like, the utility locator's um, fault. Um, the, the blue is the for excavators. The yeah, the blue. dark blue. And then the tealish, the light blue one, is for uh, 811 problems that caused it. And there's a miscellaneous column, which we'll get to eventually in this oh report. But... God. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the no notification made to 811 Center, which is the homeowner or the property owner or the contractor's yeah. fault for not calling in a ticket. Yep. Um, 20, like, if you round it, 
of all damages hap- that happened in 2022. I am, I'm honestly not surprised by that number. I'm right. not either. I, I expected it to be so a that, little higher. That's just but all over the U.S., right? Uh, U.S. and Canada. U.S. and Canada. So the, der- the, the Common Ground Alliance is over Canada and the U.S. Okay, in the U.S., it's 811. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is in Canada. It's probably like 211 or something like uh, that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so this is numbers from Canada and the United States. That's that's crazy still. 35,000 people who had damages and didn't call. Uh, almost 36,000. Almost 36. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Um, And then... uh. Um, in case you want to know, in Canada, it's call slash click before you dig. Hmm. What's the number? Okay. Well, because you can fill out a digger's hotline ticket either by phone or the website. 663 They don't have a short code. (laughs) Jesus. But Um, the national call before you dig is 811. hmm. Hmm. Digging in Canada, call 811. Okay, so it's still 811. Interesting. Um, no, I just, I found this actually kind of informative. Um, Kyle, you can probably speak on a lot more of these causes and probably some things you've actually experienced in the field more than I could, honestly. Right. I think you should talk about the contractor story about the guys getting shocked with a shovel. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I know this one. (laughs) Guys were idiots. So I had just been to this house earlier that day to mark for like a cable install or something and got home around like three or four. And then Mm -hmm. my supervisor called me. He's like, hey, can you or he's like, hey, have you been to, you know, this road? And I'm like, yeah, I was just out there today. He goes, well, can you swing back out there? They hit something. I'm like, oh, okay." So I go out there, and the guys had shovels, which is okay. So when we do markings, you can't use machinery within 18 inches of the paint. On either side. On either side, but you can use shovels. So you can only hand dig within 18 inches of the of the line. Um, So they had shovels, and they were digging, and they thought they hit a tree root. And so they hit it, and they got shocked. So then, what do these geniuses do? They hit it again intentionally <laughs> to verify that it wasn't a tree root, and they got shocked again. And then they freaked out. Like, wh- it happened the first time. Like, it shocked them the first time. And then they just assumed that a normal tree root does that? Like, how wh- can you not? I feel like they just didn't believe themselves. They're like, a. D- I don't yeah. think that was a, a real shock. But again, how can you not tell it's between a tree root and that line? Isn't it right. like a, isn't it like a bright colored conduit? No, it's it's black with a red stripe. So you didn't see the red stripe? Apparently or not. Tree roots aren't usually black either. Right. They're yeah, brown. so they, they hit it and everything. And this is smooth too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tree roots aren't smooth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're bumpy. Yeah. Okay. I remember we were gonna meet after I got off of work to go to dinner, and I had to sit there and wait for you. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because I walked up. I'm like, oh, I bet you guys got pretty scared. And that's when they told me that story. (laughs) So I called my supervisor. I'm like, hey, man, you're not going to believe this. And he's like, what is it? 
And I told him, and he and he sighed again, and he's like, "All right," <laughs> but like it wasn't my fault. Like my my marks were on, but they just hit it thinking it was a tree root. Like I don't know how you fucked that up, but they and found how, a way. And how hard that they hit it to break through the conduit? Because that's just usually pretty strong, isn't it? With a well, shovel. So sometimes it's buried in conduit. Other times it's direct buried. So if it's direct buried, it's not in conduit. Oh, okay. It's just like the line itself. Mm-hmm. The conduit's just like an extra protective layer. So you know, don't always put conduit. Right. So like a lot of the older underground surfaces are direct buried. Okay. But um, if you ever see like a big ass like industrial spool mm-hmm. that's black and it it usually has like a red stripe on yeah. it, that's the conduit. That's the conduit. Okay. So they bury that first, and then they put the electric inside of it. So, you know, but I don't know. People are dumb. But there's, you know, the other alternative way, which is a lot safer, is uh, hydrovacking. So they use like a, it's like a big shop vac, and they use like a pressure washer, and they cut away at the ground, and then the vacuum sucks up the, you know, the water and dirt and stuff. Dude, is that what, is that what they have stored in Delavan there now? At the substation? Yeah. Maybe. They have a big... Well, they're black hose on it. Well, they're doing work out there. Yeah, yeah. Because there's two companies out there now. Yeah. So there's Eilertson. Yep. They're the one with the the thing looks like the big vac. Yep. And then and then J and R. So that job is real weird because Eilertson is just doing like like they're doing most of the work, and then J and R is just going under the road. Well, I haven't seen J and R there yet. I've just seen the Eilertson brand. Uh, Yeah, there's Eilertson, but then so they're working on. uh, so it's Alliance Substation. Yep. But then you have Michaels. I was say the Michaels is also there. It's like their yard. <laughs> yeah. And then you have JNR that's gonna do part of the work. And it's just like real weird. I was say, how many people are they contracting work out to? So so they contracted Intercon to do the planning for it, and then they contracted JNR to shoot under the road, and then they contracted Eilertson to do the rest of it that's not under the road. And then Michaels is just there to keep their poles there and stuff that they're going to replace. It's it's real weird. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I feel weird. like they're cherry picking their each company's specialty. Yeah. Like yeah. what they're really really good at. Because why can't that other company just go under the road? What Well, it's a special going so under the road that they can't do. Usually for installing electric over in this area, JNR does the whole thing. Yep. So like services for houses, you know, J and R does it. Yeah. I don't know why they're they don't just have them do the entire thing because they've done it before. So like I don't know why they're not maybe, doing that. Maybe they're too busy to do that. They. I don't, don't, I don't know. Part of it. <laughs> maybe. That's so I, weird. It's it's real weird. Yeah. I I don't get it. But yeah, it's it's a big old mess over there. I, I was out there a couple of days ago. I, think, I drive past every day for work, and I think it was Friday. I was out there. It just seems like they keep getting more and more vehicles over there. Yeah, yeah, they're just building up vehicles. <laughs> yeah, and then people wonder why electricity is so high. So they're contracting out three different companies <laughs> to do one job. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because then yeah, so you had those problems that caused damages, and some of them I'm surprised weren't higher. Too, you know, but. Yeah. Let's switch gears here for a second. Okay. I'm curious. Having actually worked in the industry, 
I can understand it a little bit better. But for like Ben and Ashley and like anyone else listening, let's say a damage occurs, gas leak. Someone mm-hmm. hits a gas. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How quickly is the response going to be to to get out there and get that whole thing rectified? So when they hit it, usually it's the first responders, like firefighters, paramedics, cops, you know, but we're that us- show up first. We're usually not shutting anything off. We're usually just clearing the area. Yeah. That's about it. So they show up, clear the area, you know, and then they'll call, you know, the energy company whoever's it is to go out there and then they shut it off and then once they shut it off then they call 811 and then they have us go out there you know so so from first call to locator showing up on site to help rectify the issue i say maybe an hour an hour i i think so yeah that's about what i've noticed anyway okay you know like there was a there was the one I was in Geneva National, and I heard sirens, and I'm like, oh, I wonder where they're going. And then it was like 30 minutes later, I got a Diggers Hotline emergency for a so I got a, for a gas hit. What? How long do you have to get to that call? Um, Usually like an hour. So they'll call in like a one-hour emergency. It can't be any shorter, but it's only one hour. So they have to wait for us to go out there to market in order for them to do the digging. If they just start doing the digging without us going out there or before we show up or anything, then let's say they hit something, then it's on them. So we call that jumping the ticket. So let's say they call one in at 1 o'clock and it's not due till 2, and they start digging at one thirty, and they hit an electric line, then the damage is on them, and they're responsible to pay for that. Um, what if it's their own line? Still. They gotta pay for their own line then. Um, so what if, happens if your marks are on the ground? Your marks were off, but it was still before. Then it's on us. It is, yeah. even though the ticket's not due yet. Yeah. So they can dig. If we show up before the ticket is due, they can do the digging once we're done, and we tell them like, "Hey, our stuff's marked. Like, you're you're good to go." Then they can start digging. If um if we go out there and we're still marking and they hit it, then I'm not quite sure who it would be on. I feel like it would be on them still because we weren't entirely done before they started digging. But right. I'm not entirely sure on that. You just spray one mark down and then they're like, There it is! There Dig it, it is! is. Yep. <laughs> they're saying they're waiting we for found you it. machinery. Okay, so yeah. follow up. On your marks, what do all the different colors mean that are peep? Like, you see all the different colored flags, and it looks like a rainbow, and little kids love the flags. So, red is electric, yellow is gas, orange is telecommunications, green is sewer, blue is water. Um, Pink and white are just, like, pink. how contractors... Pink is survey, white is... right yeah so so white white is like uh like like a lot of contractors will use white to show like where their route is so let's say they're doing like a sewer install or force main or something um or an electric install they'll put like white paint on the ground and they'll you know paint it to wherever they're going 
and then that's where their route is. But yeah, pink is like survey and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's another color, but I don't think Red, so. yellow, green, blue, blue, pink, white. No, I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, we have orange. black. Well, yeah, I said orange. Oh, did you? Well, I, I, I have black paint too, but that's just to cover up like marks that are wrong. So, you know, I use white sometimes too. Like, like if there's a damage. I use white to show where the actual line is compared, you know, so, and I use it to circle for the pictures and stuff like that, so. Gotcha. So white's is more like an outline color. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't use white to mark anything besides that, mm-hmm. you know. So, so, what would you recommend someone do if they were going to move a rock? Diggers, I guess. I mean, that <laughs> that's the legal way. I mean, it'd be inconvenient for us, but, you know. Well, if it's Could a rock imagine? that goes underground. Could you imagine getting a ticket? Big, big rock. What's, goes... what's the silliest call you've ever gotten? Where you're like, did you really need me? Oh, the birdhouse. The bird feeder. Why? Yeah, don't get me started on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, now you have to tell it. Yeah, you do. I had to take it for a, for a bird birdhouse install. Which, okay, because they put, like, a post in the ground. So fine, whatever. Go out there, and the, the guy comes out, and he's talking to me. He's like, oh, yeah, my wife wants it out there. He's like, um, if you want, you know, I'll bring her out. You can meet her. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I, I don't have to meet her. Like, it's, I'm just here to do my work. And he's like, no, no, I, I insist. I insist. I'm like, okay, fine. Dude comes walking out with an urn. <laughs> His wife was cremated in this urn. And he's like, all right, honey, here's the utility locator. And, like, I didn't know what, what the fuck to say. I'm like, hello. <laughs> like, I said hello to a fucking urn. Do you think he was, like, joking just to try and, like, get you to laugh? He or didn't do you think smirk he, at all. He was, like, 110% serious. Something's wrong with this I, dude. I would have broke character. The second that the utility locator said hi to my dead wife. <laughs> and he was straight faced the whole time. He's like, he's like, but yeah. That's the thing. Is some people can be straight faced and be joking too, though. Yeah. He joked about other things and laughed. Like, um, he was like, oh, yeah, I don't know where she wants to put it, but, you know, it's back there. And it was like, you know, laughing and stuff. Brings his wife out. Just nothing. Oh. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know that is I... the most Walworth thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the I most would, Walworth. I thing. would not know what to do in that situation. It was so awkward. I I was like, do I say hello? Like I, <laughs> I feel like it would be an insult if I didn't. <laughs> but you don't want to laugh because what if it's not yeah. funny? Well, at the time, like I thought, I I really thought he was fucking with me, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Kyle. Like, just here to mark for your birdhouse. Like, how's his wife gonna put that in the ground?" <laughs> <laughs> she she can't even stand it. you know it was crazy i i've never seen one like i i still remember that house too i could probably go out there but i don't want to talk to him and his wife again <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll let you shake the way his hand this time did, uh, shove did... my hand in the urn <laughs> hey nice to meet you did they uh need it to be marked was there utilities yeah. around where he wanted it to be? Yeah. There was like two electric lines, I think. Nice. Oh, well, those are deep enough. He's you not know. hitting that with a birdhouse. I know, oh, right? Depends on how low he wanted to go with it. 
<laughs> if it's not like a shepherd hook, they're only like what? Five it depends inches, on how inches? deep he wanted to go with it. Yeah, I don't know I why guess. you couldn't However just put a shepherd hook. his wife wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. I think the only thing I'd be worried about hitting with the bird feeder is like cable or fiber optic. That's they don't put that very deep. Cable they put like just under the grass. Like, fiber the same way. It's like way? two inches. Is fiber the same way or they bury fiber? Um so fiber drops, which are like cable drops, yep. they're usually about the same, maybe a little deeper. But if it's like mainline for cable or fiber, it's usually like three feet down. Okay. About the same as gas and electric. So those are unfortunate to Mark for too, but got to get done, you know. Yeah. You know, s- survey work, we're not too strict on either just because, you know, it's just a survey. They're not digging. Mm-hmm. Like, same with, like, planning tickets. Like, they're just planning, so they want to know what all is there, but they're not digging. And uh, I don't think they can even dig on a planning ticket to begin with. I think for a survey ticket, technically they can, but they never do, like, there's nothing to dig for. They're, They're just, just trying to mark out the yeah. utilities for a map. Yeah. So, you know, there's like different, you know, different things. You said a planning one they can't dig on? Yeah. What's the difference between a planning and a survey? Planning, they're just planning what work is going on and like where the but lines what's, are. What's the difference from your end of it? Like, why can they not dig on that, but they can on that one? Because it's not a normal locate ticket. Like, so. We have like different ones that come in, so we have like relocates, which is ones that we have marked in the past, and they need the marks refreshed. Yeah. And then we have routine ones, which are normal, just normal dig dig tickets and stuff. Um, and then planning locates, they're you know, like they're just kind of planning the work. They're not digging, but mm-hmm. they're just getting like a rough idea of where stuff is but they can't actually dig on it unless they have an actual dig ticket. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I know, I think it's Canada. I think every piece of work that goes on, I think they have to have the route painted. Oh, that'd be nice. That's convenient. Yeah, I yeah. know. And we we can't even get that here. Right. I mean, sometimes they'll mark the route, but I mean, you got to be like good with the contractor in order for that to happen. Right. You know, hmm. I mean, I I have a good relationship with, with, with one of the contractors, but, you know, usually I'll just meet up with him or something, or he'll give me, like, mm-hmm. prints, and you I go get, off of that, but. You get sweatshirts. Yeah, I get sweatshirts. He gives me a sweatshirt every Christmas. I got tacos. That is true. You got tacos. Ooh, chills. That's tough to beat. What's that? Tacos is tough to beat. Oh, it always is. Uh, authentic ones like not that taco bell shit he bought our tacos one time too yeah yeah you and me were just eating tacos and he came in and mm. he so you yeah. paid for those yet no okay it's not my time <laughs> he paid him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. yeah he was an awesome contract but i mean i was there for him too so right if you're there for them like if they call you and you're there lickety split they love you yeah what? <laughs> what are you just saying? <laughs> he just said lickety split. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like an old person's term. Oh, shut well, up. <laughs> well, it's important to have good relationships with them, too, because they can make your life a living hell. But if you're cool with them, you know, like, you know. You could get out of a damage if you're cool with them. They'll make your life, you know, easy peasy. You know. Didn't work for you, did it? I wasn't cool with all the contractors. Oh. No, he with wasn't Joel. cool with one of the locators. 
No. I, and I don't know how. <laughs> you met him once. And I, he just I met him once in Walworth, like and he just didn't like me. No. It's not that hard. <laughs> just, just ask my mom about it. 